Hello and welcome to Prose Talk, the podcast. This is your host, Dani Coronel, and in today's conversation about the beauties of writing, we have Ria and Syriac, which is an amazing person. Here's the episode. I am beyond excited and honored to have you here. Uh, do you want yeah. to tell us a bit about yourself? Totally. So, hi. Um, first of all, thank you so much for bringing me on the podcast. It's such an honor, and I'm excited to do these kind of things. Um, I'm Maria Syriac, a rising senior in Texas, and also your resident writer, student, and enthusiast. Um, I'm the founder of the, and executive director of the Young Writers Initiative, an organization dedicated to educating, servicing, and inspiring young writers and artists. Beyond the technicalities of who I am, I'm an occasional blogger, a Bharatanatyam dancer, a singer, and someone who often puts a lot more on their plates than they can reasonably handle. <laughs> I love talking to people about writing, starting their own projects, philosophy, and productivity. You know, I love talking about how to optimize your day because it's something I live by. Um, Writing-wise, I love writing poetry, novels, short stories, essays, well, everything. <laughs> and um, I also cook food, like to cook food and bake. And I intern at a film festival, dance school, and tax company, so you can see how diverse my interests are. So yeah, that's what I mean. That's, I, that's crazy. You you do so much, and <laughs> um, yeah, you're so accomplished and so young. And you did mention that you're the executive uh, director of the Young Writers Initiative, which, uh, to be honest, let's be honest, I think it is one of the coolest um, initiatives out there in on the internet uh, for people that maybe aren't aware of what this is uh, would you mind explaining a bit of, of how it how it works and um, yeah what it is Yeah, totally. So the Young Writers Initiative is a nonprofit, volunteer-based organization that does all our work pro bono, which means for free. Um, that's like the, I guess, like the very simplistic description of it. We have a really good team of board members and volunteers, and we love to service writers. But our mission statement, as you've probably heard, is um, we are dedicated to educating, servicing, and inspiring young writers. And so I'll break that down for you. So number one. We do everything because of our volunteers, right? Our volunteers provide our editing services, beta reading, cover designing, everything they provide. And so um, we're always looking for more volunteers, especially when it comes to developmental editors and beta readers. And um, like some volunteer opportunities we offer is editor, beta reader, cover designer, book reviewer, contest judge, and teacher. And so you get hours, you get benefits, and a community along with learning about, you know, um, you know, learning about at these types of getting in the publishing industry, writing, honing your writing skills, and just helping out in the community. But that's like the basic volunteering, that's how we operate. That's our how. Our what is um, our education, our service, and our inspiring. So we educate um, young writers and artists in a variety of ways. Ever since quarantine began, we've been committed to having Instagram live workshops every Saturday without fail. I think we've only missed one. and. These have a variety of topics. Sometimes they're about poetry. Sometimes they're about getting started. Other times they're art. But either way, these workshops are free for everybody to attend to with really talented and skilled writers. And we think that educating is very important. Um, we also have a summer camp program, which Danny is a part of. Yeah. Um, our summer camp, we also do a lot of education. But our summer camp is more focused on developing like the skills and the tenacity that is needed as a writer to continue on when school starts and then things get more difficult. We also have a mentorship program 
um, that Danny's also a part of. <laughs> yes, I am. She's one of the seven mentees. We have seven mentors that we personally contacted. So they didn't apply. We contacted them and asked them, would you be interested in mentorship? And these are award-winning, published, and just very successful writers. And we have the honor to have them paired with our mentees. And from what I've seen, the results have been amazing. And then um, we also have exclusive workshops for our summer camp, exclusive workshops for our volunteers. And right now we're in our beta testing program for um, local school workshops. So like my friends and I, we've taught some of our, of our Taiwi material at our local elementary school. And so we're looking for more volunteers for that. And we want to have more individual groups and workshops for kids, which is a lot, but I, um, I know that's a lot, but that's not even half, half of it. So service, um, we do free editing, free beta reading, free cover designing, free book reviewing and free book consulting, but book consulting is only for volunteers. But we do all these services for free because when I, I the reason I started Young Writers Initiative is because I've seen such a disparity in the amount of resources given to young writers because of either financial barriers, um, location barriers, or just like motivational barriers. So the services are very important to us and this is what all of our, our volunteers mostly contribute to. And then finally, we inspire young writers by hosting bi-monthly contests tailored to young writers and topics that they know about a youth only literary magazine which our first issue is out and we're accepting submissions for a second and we have some rolling out some writing tips and motivational posts on our social medias open mic nights and projects like black lives matter collab story and all which will be published soon but the date is to be determined but yeah that's basically a rundown of what the young writers initiative is that is so exciting and wild <laughs> especially just considering that you're a senior in high school and you just built this from nothing it's insane when did you start uh, working on it so i had the idea in december and then um january we officially i that's what i consider my founding date and then my friends and i and my friend brent who is a really big like honestly i consider him a co-founder in some ways but um you know we developed it we picked board members and we've i mean it hasn't been easy it's been definitely you know trying to find people that you know fit our team best and you know finding passionate and dedicated volunteers and overall it's been a great experience but yeah january 2020 2020 that's wild wild absolutely wild and what is it like uh being the executive director of this just project you you build like it, I believe I, I I think it would be safe to say that you it's your baby it's, it's your <laughs> child <laughs> how, how does it what does it feel like uh what is it like being the executive director of the Young Writers Initiative it's it's incredibly inspiring um empowering and also a lot of hard work and time commitment I'm not gonna lie and say it's easy because it definitely isn't um there requires a lot of you know, dedication and time commitment and also being bold and, you know, taking these leaps that people are typically shy to take. Um, but being an executive director is, it's less about me building everything from the, like, from the top and to the bottom. It's more about like inspiring the people that I work with and, um, you know, motivating us as a team to build this together. Because I didn't build this by myself. There's no way I did. I built it because of our board members, because of our volunteers, because of all the people that, you know, have contributed to it. I am like nothing by myself, right? And so realizing that it's a lot about being a leader, um, project management, which can be a hassle, but it is, <laughs> it is fun. And um, just the challenges I think I face. Uh, well, okay, first of all, the tasks I face 
I often have to do a lot of the, you know, more legal side, the bookkeeping, um, grant writing, that kind of stuff, and also outreach to other organizations. And also another thing that I do is I, I'm kind of like the person that does something that needs to be done if there's no one else that's able to do it, right? So like we recently hired 15, 17 board members, including interns, and that's a lot. And um, before that hire though, I would do all those, me and like a couple of board members do all those jobs. So it's kind of filling in the gaps where it's needed and having a vision for the organization, that's the biggest part. Having a vision for it and uh, making sure that that vision is being enacted in a proper way. That's it's just so wild um, to think wow your your, your leadership skill leadership leadership <laughs> leadership skills are just to be admired it's it's wild um, you did mention the services that the young writers initiative offer mm -hmm. um, I was wondering are you currently accepting volunteers for someone that might be listening to the podcast right now a hundred percent. We are looking for so many volunteers in any of the categories, but specifically, if you're if you're wondering what are they most in need for, we really need some developmental editors and some beta readers. Um, but obviously, any of the positions are open: um, editor, beta reader, cover designer, book reviewer, teacher, um, and um, sorry, um, and then judge. So those are all open and. You know, you can find more on our website, which is twi.org. It's pretty simple, so it's twi.org, um, and you can find all of that stuff. But we're always accepting volunteer positions all the time. All the time. That's again wonderful. Um, I wish I had known that uh, when I when I was really interested in beta reading. Um, that's when I first uh, found the writing community, just looking to beta read for someone, and. It's, it's such a great resource and I, I did want to, to delve more into what the summer camp is um, and you know we've already established that I'm an entity myself and I'm having the best time um, what are the plans uh, for you know what is left of well I, I guess when this comes out uh, we're currently starting the, the second half of it but uh, perhaps for next year or or the plans for, for what is left of 2020 for the Young Writers Initiative, how does that look? Can you, can you is that exclusive or? <laughs> no, it's totally fine. So I guess I'll give this podcast a little exclusive, like a little um, but I planned this summer camp very last minute. Um, the mentorship program was a little dream of mine because I, I wanted to provide you know young writers with really talented mentors. And so a lot of my attention this summer was focused on developing that in at least in June. And then summer camp, I was like, but there's so many people that applied that didn't get it and I, I don't want to like, you know, leave them out. And so I was like, I want to have a summer camp. And so I think it took uh, one or two days for us to put together the entire first one of the summer camp, which is why it was kind of disorganized, but- um, It wasn't. It was, I, 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 I would genuinely thought that you had planned this since 2018. <laughs> no, for sure not. Um, yeah, it was a very, very last minute thing. And, um, um, you know, contacting workshop people, th those stuff were um, very exciting for us. Um, but 
you know, this month, as you know, we've started having camp counselors, and that is something I'm definitely taking next year. Um, the most, I, I, what I'm thinking is the most stellar, um, you know, campers or even existing camp counselors can be like camp counselors next year. And so, if you're interested in that, stay tuned because we're probably releasing those in around maybe December or something or January because we want to get an early start and make this as best as possible. But yeah, so that's um, that's a bit about the summer camp. We still want to continue the mentorship program next year, so it's going to be a summer mentorship program at least for next year, and we're we're going to start planning it earlier than before because last time we planned started planning it in May, and so my goal this time is to get um, a lot of really really like big name authors. If that makes sense. That's so exciting. Um, we did email and some of them responded saying hey we're interested for next year so that's exciting um but yeah so we want to have more mentors that are really skilled and we want to have you know more people engaged and more applicants and all that kind of stuff i guess for general taiwi plans i think for the next six months um we're really gonna because the past seven months have been extremely focused on you know expanding everything we yeah. came from this small little seed and we just you know kept adding more things and things but now we're slowing down and we're taking time to really make sure everything that we do is perfect because we don't want to have you know ha- like less than perfect services for young writers because even though we are a free service we still want it to be called right yeah um so the next six months is definitely going to be a bit more slow down the roll but we have some big things planned for summer 2021 and we have some fun projects and stuff for the next year that are going to come out and um maybe a book club maybe some more merch um and then we're trying to get some more sponsors um and when we get sponsors and partners and start reaching out getting some more press attention like this (laughs) um and I guess the most I can say about our biggest plan for next year is something like a conference. I'm not, I can't say more, but um, something of that sort. That's just, I'm saying wild a lot, but it's wild. It's it's so exciting and amazing. Um, yeah, I guess it's it's especially just inspiring to see a, a young writer providing services for other young writers because I feel you mentioned um, of the limits that many young writers face and I think one of them is being taken seriously because I think we all have that story of uh, being told that you know it was a crazy dream and that we're gonna forget about it and then we're just gonna go into finance and forget about it and never write again which is just not true and I think it's so great to have um, to have you who believe in young writers I think that's just great, amazing Um, it's been such I mean, the reason I started this I I started this in the first place is because um, there's just a lack of creative writing education in general and there's like it's kind of there's kind of a stigma around being especially creative writing author it's very like very weird at school it's like oh you're the one who writes the book or oh uh, you're a writer you're edgy right but like um i think it's so important to have a collectivized community and there's really no one else helping out young writers and so i was like you know we need some help and so i guess our team 
yeah, and we need to be taken seriously because this is a serious hobby that can turn into a serious career. Um, and yeah, I think it's it's great. Uh, going back to Ria, the the writer, um, I I'm still thinking of this uh, Instagram story you posted a few a few weeks ago that was just a vlog in a day of your life, and you're such a busy yet productive like insanely productive person how how do you balance being you know Ria this executive director uh, for the Young Writers Initiative um, with being Ria the writer how do you how, yeah. how does that work so I'm gonna give you a secret I'm not as productive as I seem or at least my way of productivity is not the same way of productivity that is mainstream I don't believe that you have to work hard all work 100% all day long because burnout is going to be unavoidable in that circumstance yeah. instead I believe that you need to have pockets of hyper productivity and then you need to also balance your other needs as well so I cook I bake I um you know do fun I do fun things I do things like this and I do this all because first of all I understand I don't know I don't I don't understand my limits but um <laughs> whenever I'm in that zone of like productivity, I'm like, I have to get this done now. And um, then I, I do that. I also have an extensive like to-do list and planner. Um, and I'm not gonna say that I get everything done in one day. There are things that are still waiting for me to address, but um, you know, I, I rank everything by their pertinence and their importance in my schedule. And so things that are more important, they, uh, you know, What's it called? Things that are more important, they, I put them in front of my to-do list, even if there's something that was farther away that I have so not touched. Also, I think I do is I fake it till I make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, if something's not perfect that I do, I act like it's perfect, and I, <laughs> I bring that confidence, right? Um, because if you're not confident in yourself, no one's gonna be confident in you, right? So I could be. Um, you know, at the last moment, you know, rushing to my dance recital and stuff like that. And, you know, co like flinging makeup on and all that kind of stuff. And then when I sit in front of the camera, I compose myself as like, yes, I have had this done a week ago. I have everything perfectly <laughs> laid out in my life. And um, obviously I don't, my life can be very hectic. It can be, I'm still a teen. I'm still trying to navigate, you know, what productivity works for me, but definitely fake it until you make it. And then you'll start believing in yourself and other people will start believing in you. Yeah. That's great advice. That's wonderful. Uh, and what are you working on as a writer right now? So as a writer, I am working on a couple things, though I have been neglecting my writing responsibilities for a little bit recently. <laughs> but, um, I'm writing on a novel. I'm writing, working on a novel called Sons and Spirits, and I've been working on it for a while. This is my second draft. I'm almost done. Um, but yeah, so I'm working on that. And then I'm also working on a poetry book, um, which I call As Dusk Becomes Dawn. And I don't have a predicted date to where that will be released, but it's a book I really wanted to take time on because it's about a lot of important issues around the world and it's centered around that. Um, and I guess the progression of humanity. And I want to make sure that it's as refined and as mature as it can make it to be. And so, yeah, those are the things I'm working on along with my college essays. I consider that writing the full-time job. It is, it but is. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I, what I was uh, heading for your, your poetry, because I, you have a blog you 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 post uh, 
stories and poetry in in it um and i was wondering how how that works out for you how, how do you write how's your poetry because it's great it's wonderful um if you haven't read it you should go read it you should go check it out uh yeah i was i was wondering about the process of of poetry of writing poems for you yeah so one thing i noticed um is for me writing poetry by hand like free writing poetry is always the most effective for me because it kind of feels more natural and so um when i was in that like you know hyper poetry phase i would sit down at like 10 p.m and i would put on some music in the background some nice scents and um i would read this little advice like writing advice book like just one paragraph of it right and then i would one piece of advice i'd close it and then i'd you know start writing poetry i'd free write for like 15 minutes and then after that 15 minute period i'd be like okay yeah this is all pretty bad but it's knowledgeable <laughs> right and so from like um if there was one good piece in a poem i'd be like okay cool and i'm gonna take it on from this the thing about poetry at least for me is it's very spontaneous um because there are a lot of days where i'm like this poetry is just bad you know like i'm not it's not good and then there are other days where i'm like wow i am an art artiste i am like the best poet in the world and so um yeah i think my best poems that are the most vivid i think are after i've been emotionally you know affected by something or emotionally just in a space where i was like i feel either enraged empowered or um inspired and so like for example i wrote a piece on um like let me let me think I wrote a piece that got published in a literary journal recently and it was called Bitter Fruit and it um was about like kids starving and I thought I wrote this because I I think I watched a documentary about you know starvation in you know lower income countries and how these kids are being impacted and stuff and how you know as a western a person in western country we often don't even consider these so kind of enraged I was like I want people to feel you know this this like what it feels like to be them and so i was like how do i do this the best way so i tried to think from the not from the perspective of the reader i tried thinking from the perspective of the person i was trying to represent my poetry so i was like how would it feel to be starving you know not having any prospect for food and so from that perspective of like how would it feel in my place in that place then i was able to unveil more of that um the sensory imagery that made it one of my favorite pieces and um yeah i think i also read if you if you haven't read poems by ilia kaminsky he is a fantastic poet i mean his some of his work is online for free and he has this book called deaf republic and it's about how a lot of time and it's about russia specifically and about how you know there's a lot of problems going on but everyone is deaf to them and he wrote this one piece that i still can't forget and it's it's about like um it's very vivid and but it's also very simplistic it's about this girl um his a lover or something that you know passed away or in some sort and then you know how like he connected a meta- a beautiful metaphor with you know pianos lying across the street and playing in like symphony and it was just such an impactful piece and that like sincerely has affected the way I see poetry because before I'd be like poetry is about like you know your emotions and stuff like that but in truth I think poetry is like the most like authentic form of storytelling and so really toning into those like emotions and researching and just reading a lot of poetry that is like I guess how I developed my style that is 
just awesome. That that it, you said it very beautifully. I I do. Um, yeah, poetry is a form of storytelling. I I agree with you <laughs> there completely. And yeah, I think that's it. Um, if we can leave it at that. And if they want to find you, the the, the listener right now, <laughs> where can they find you? Um, you're just completely just amazing. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm definitely not um, extraordinary. There are people that do a lot more than me and that accomplish a lot more than me, but I like to live life for the moment and stop comparing myself. So thank you. That made that made my day. Um, but yeah, you can find me on my Instagram. I My writing Instagram is Rhea, um, sorry, RMC Writes. My, for Tywee, our Instagram is org. So T-Y-W-I org. Um, and then I have a personal, which is my name, Rhea M. Syriac. And then you can find me on Twitter at Rhea M. Syriac. My blog is riamsyriac.home.blog. Um, and I have a Wattpad, Rhea M. Syriac.blog. If you look my name up, you'll find um, a lot of my links. And so just look up Rhea Syriac and then you'll find my stuff. Um, there's too many for me to list right now. But yeah, that's that's a bit about me. On the, and the Young Writers Initiative website is twi.org. Taiwi.org. Taiwi. That's so cute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I I am truly I truly feel so honored um, to have you on the podcast. It's it's truly just it means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Of course, it means a lot that you asked. I was like, wow, she asked me. That's so. I get a podcast friends. That's so cool. So yeah, I'm so excited to see this come out. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> no, it, re it really means a lot to me. This was great. Course, I hope you have a lovely day. I yeah. I, you too. I, I hope you do too. You're you're wonderful. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Well, goodbye. Okay. Seriously, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Danny. Oh my god, I did it! <laughs> I did it!